Hey everybody, welcome back to Uproar. Today we interview Megan Dabrowski from WSU Students Demand Action about their conspiracies of goodness to make a gun safe world. Let me check in with Lauren Norton, see what's going on in the Foundry House and life in intentional Christian community. If you'd like to support Motor City Wesley, just head over to MotorCityWesley.org where there's a number of monthly contribution levels from $1 to $250 to support students in creativity, conspiracy, and community. And with that, here's Megan. Thanks to you for coming and talking with us about uh, Wayne State University Students Demand Action and all of the things that you have been doing, a little bit of what this weird time is like for you all, and beyond corona, because we have hope that it will be a time, you know, what kind of conspiracies of goodness are you going to be continuing to do, and what's the goal for Students Demand uh, nationwide and, and locally? So thanks for joining us to talk about that. And uh, Megan, this is Lauren, and Lauren is a, a Global Mission Fellow who's in town for a couple of years working um, um, she's like a hundred percent full-time, uh, database operator at this point. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, Megan, what you want to tell us a little bit about, uh, your work with WSU students demand and how you got started and, and what the group is all about. Sure. Thanks again for having me today. Um, so Wayne State University Students Demand Action is a chapter among over 400 um, other chapters of Students Demand Action. We are the largest grassroots youth-led um, movement to end gun violence in the United States right now. Um, we exist because currently over 100 Americans are shot and killed every day. Um, but our work is not ending. The um, Just because the coronavirus is here, um, gun violence is still um, continuing. And while we saw that March was the first month in a long while where there was no school shootings, um, incidents of domestic violence and unintentional shootings have been on the rise. Um, but we are continuing our voter registration effort that we launched just a few weeks before the coronavirus hit. Um, but right now we opened up a field office in Michigan which is a community of Students Made Action volunteers that is growing and we would love to have anybody who is watching join us. Um, but we are, um, our goal is to register 4,500 um, young voters in Michigan um, to elect a gun sense majority in the Michigan House and um, the Michigan legislature and then eventually a gun sense president so we can um, implement some laws such as background checks and red flag laws to help save American lives. Um, but we are um, um, transitioning online from our actual um, in-person organizi organizing. So um, for example, Wayne State Students Demand Action, um, we took a little break due to finals, but we are planning for Wear Orange. Um, which is June 5th this year. So uh, in the next week, our leadership team is getting back together and starting to plan for events over the summer that um, people in the community can look forward to um, joining in on. That's awesome. Some of our branding is already pretty orangified, but we'll we'll join you on June and maybe brighten it up to that really glow-in-the-dark orange that... Uh... <laughs> We'd love that. Um. Now, one of the things that has always impressed me about um, Moms Demand Action and Students Demand Action is the sense that we're focused on the things that we can all agree upon in a way that could be bipartisan, that could cut across the various kind of divides that we typically have about guns, you know, in this 
in this country. Um, can, you, can you talk a little bit about that at all? Absolutely. So Moms Demand Action and Students Demand Action, we are partner organizations and we are nonpartisan organizations. I mean, gun violence does not discriminate based on political ideology or race or anything. Um, it affects us all. And so we um, support common sense solutions such as universal background checks and red flag laws and safe storage laws um, that are proven solutions to be backed up by data and evidence that have been implemented at state levels but we push them to be implemented both at state and federal levels. But um, we do, like I said, we are nonpartisan and we're not anti-gun, we're pro-gun um, safety and anti-gun violence. So um, we're willing to work with anybody across the political aisle to end gun violence in America and save lives. Which there's a, a fairly strong stream of, say, you know, members of other gun organizations that would be for these um, these measures, right? Absolutely. So um, you often see, um, like, every town of Moms Man Action, Students Man Action. We dislike the um, leadership of the National Rifle Association, but we don't dislike their members. In fact, some NRA members are part of our organization as well, because um, if you look at background checks or red flag laws, there is broad support among, um, broad support for these pieces of legislation across the political aisle. Um, in fact, I believe it's 90% of Americans um, support background checks because they are proven to be successful when implemented and they are um, their common sense solutions to this epidemic and I mean just a background check if it can save a life it is very valuable and necessary yeah the Methodist Church has a tradition of having social principles where they'll uh, you know we'll talk about you know how do we really feel because of our faith background how we feel like we should be calling people to live in the world and um, you know issues of kind of violence and militarism and guns have always been kind of in, in those a bit, but they tend to, they tend to stay away from these kind of hard and fast positions and, and try to stick to these, these issues informed by our faith. And, and one of them is how can we best pursue a uh, healthy life for all the world, you know, and that's where gun sense safety stuff really makes a lot of sense. And you can talk a lot about that without having to get into issues of individual liberties and gun ownership and, you know, that we just say, let's do that in the right way so that we can protect people uh, on the streets. Um, do you have participation from folks um, across various spectrum of kind of culture? Do you have folks that are living in the city and have a certain sense of guns and, and issues of kind of protection and things like that? And, and those living in suburbs and rural areas that see it mostly as a hunting issue or something? I mean, are you drawn from all of those folks? Absolutely. So together with Moms Man Action, students um, and moms, we have support. We have nearly six million supporters across the country um, from cities such as Detroit and New York, um, but also to suburbs like um, Oakland and um, Macomb counties and sub suburbs all across the country, as well as rural areas. Um, our supporters are spread out and vast and diverse, um, whether it be gender or sexual orientation or race or where you live, um, socioeconomic status. I mean, this is these common sense solutions can really be accepted by um, people from all different kinds of backgrounds. I love it. 
Um, I got one more follow-up question. And Lauren, if, if you're thinking of one to ask Megan, that'd be great. Um, we, with, at Motor City Wesley, we try to challenge people to think of what good can they do in the world with $100? If you were to describe how a $100 donation helps your organization, what are the things that that, that amount of money can, can do, that you can do with that, with that amount of money? Well, um, with most of our donations, we put it towards um, voter registration efforts. We are currently, like I said, trying to register um, over 4,000 students. So we put it towards that. We put it towards um, supplies and materials for meetings and events, which we are currently not hosting in person anymore, um, <laughs> but we're able to beforehand. And we also... Um, while we were um, organizing in person and meeting throughout the year, we found a great organization, um, the, the Detroit Rescue Mission, um, which is a domestic violence shelter in the Detroit area. We did a lot to support them as well, hosting donation drives and working with them um, because domestic violence, um, the intersection with firearms can be very deadly and lethal. So we like to try to support um, other organizations within the Detroit area as well. Wow. And that, that must be something that's heightened even now with more people at home. In Detroit, there is um, there have been reports that domestic violence cases have been um, increased by 25% just within the past month and a half. Wow. Many of those exacerbated by gun, gun ownership and yes. gun use. Yeah. Unsafe gun use. Well, gosh, um, if it's uh, something to be praying for, and it's uh, fascinating to me that it took a pandemic to put a halt, at least a, even maybe temporary to gun shootings. I mean, that is just, it speaks to the kind of pervasiveness of this problem. And we should, we should remember that, that it took a global pandemic of people sheltering in place to stop that. Um, and maybe we should, it gives us a sense of the scale of where we need to get to, um, right. to stop it on its own. Lauren, how, what is, uh, what's your relationship with, uh, with, with, with gun safety issues and what kind of questions do you have for Megan? Yeah, so I agree, like, there's a big gun violence problem in our world. Like, I went to undergrad for elementary education, so seeing, like, elementary school shootings and all school shootings, like, it really hits home because it's, like, to be a teacher, like, it's traumatizing, really. And so I would just love to hear, like, how has COVID-19 affected what y'all get to do? And then what do you still get to do despite COVID-19 in your organization? I actually couldn't hear her. I'm so oh. sorry. That's fine. Let me restate. Kind of, um, she's interested in what are you able, what were you able to do, but what are you, what, what really had to change? What, what is the different mindset that you have now because of COVID nineteen? Does that help, Lauren? Is that right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, students in action and moms in action, we really value in person organizing and being able to make personal connections to one another. Um, so because of the pandemic, we have really had to shift to online organizing, um, but we are still making phone calls and sending texts and still trying to foster a sense of community, even if it is over um, a laptop. Um, so we are continuing our work. Where did the 4,500 number come from? So I'm actually... Um, we made it as a group. So right now, um, Students in Action nationally has a goal of registering 100,000 students across the United States. And, um, we're, reg uh, we're starting virtual field offices, um, trying to in every state. Currently, we have one in 20 states. 
And um, we have a focus on 13 battleground states, as Michigan is one of them. Our goal is a little higher than some of other, the other states. Um, and so uh, when the numbers come down to it, if we are able to register 4,500, then um, we can help uh, register that number, large, that larger number of people across the country. Kind of share of the whole movement. Yeah. I love it. So if you think of, um, we've solved coronavirus and COVID-19. Uh, <laughs> and lovely. Right, exactly. Yeah, we're just, we're fantasizing at this point. Um, but people are back, you're gangbusters in the fall or spring, whenever it is. What's the, what's the next goal, maybe even beyond kind of this election? Um, what's the, what's the next big part of the movement that has to happen from your perspective? Yeah, so a lot of this will depend on the 2020 election. This upcoming election is crucial for the future of gun sense. We are hoping to um, keep the gun sense majority in the U.S. House, to um, get majorities in legislatures across the country, in governorships, and so forth. And so um, we are hoping that by electing um, officials who share our mindset and these ideals that we can then pressure them and pass these pieces of legislation. And we're also trying, we don't always um, focus just on legislation, but we also like to support other communities, um, community organizations, especially in larger cities. Um, these, um, these organizations that, um, such as Ceasefire Detroit, that actually go out into communities and try to prevent gun violence on the street level as well, that have been proven to be effective. In some ways, legislation can be, can have a, a certain kind of power from the top, okay. if, if you can, you know, get the influence. Um, but it sounds like the ongoing street level, home by home kind of awareness and work is something that, uh, is the, the grassroots growing edge, yeah? Yeah, change starts from the bottom. And, um, you know, in order to pass these, legislation, these pieces of legislation, we have to create a culture among um, communities that there is a need for this. Um, so we try to change hearts, try to change minds, and then by doing that, we hopefully will change the legislation as well. So if uh, students are hearing this and churches are hearing this, uh, what's the next step? Uh, where Orange is coming up? Wh where do you want people to go online to catch, you know, your email list? Or where can they, if you're a student, you haven't registered to vote yet, where can you register to be counted as part of the 4,500 that Megan is personally seeing to? Uh, <laughs> what, where do you want to send people to get connected with the movement? So first, if anybody needs to register to vote, it's super simple, especially in Michigan, since we have online voter registration. All you have to do is text FUTURE, F-U-T-U-R-E, to 64433 and uh, follow the link, and you'll be able to register to vote, update your voter registration status, check if you're registered to vote if you're not sure, um, and you can even request an absentee ballot and sign up for reminders about upcoming elections um, in your area. Um, so that's a super simple way, but also following us on Instagram at WSU Students Demand Action. And then for the Michigan Virtual Field Office on Instagram is at Students Demand MI. And we have upcoming events and meetings and planning um, brainstorms that are coming up. Um, and then wear orange. You can find out more information. Like I said, uh, we'll be posting on our social media, but also wearorange.com. 
um, or actually it might be wearorange.org. I'm not sure about that ending. Um, but like, a, yeah, it's coming up on June 5th and people all across the country participate by wearing orange and um, sharing why the gun violence prevention movement is important to them. Love it. That number to text again, is that 64433? Absolutely. Future to 64433. And that is to register to vote. But if you want to join Students Demand Action, you can text students, plural, to 64433 as well. Oh, nice. Love it. Megan, thanks so much. Um, Thank you for you, inviting me. Yeah, and I want to say y'all's uh, Instagram game is top notch. So definitely follow them there. That I saw some good uh, kind of um, live stream things and you know conversations happening. It's a it's a great way to stay informed about what you what you all are doing and get directions and kind of sent to the right spot to get connected with the broader movement. So thank you. Thank you. Hey everybody, Carl here, just in the middle to tell you a little bit about the project that we are pursuing along with support from the Forum for Theological Exploration. Motor City Villages is a chance for us to recruit, train, and place young students of color for the creation of intentional Christian communities for the purposes of vocational and spiritual discernment. We're really looking forward to this fall where we'll get our first chance to see some of this in action all the way through next June of 2021. So if you have a student at any campus in Metro Detroit, we'd love to get to know them and to tell them a little bit about how we could support them in calling a group of students together, creating a rule of life, pursuing justice and equity work, and doing the discernment around all of that experience that helps them claim God's call in their life. Be in touch with us at MotorCityWesley.org if there's a student in your neck of the woods that we should meet and call them into this mission field of Motor City Villages. We're at MotorCityWesley.org. We'll talk to you soon. Lauren, what's going on? So we talked a little bit about the conspiracy of goodness that um, Students Demand is doing. What kinds of things are happening with you, um, conspiracy or community-wise? What do you think? I'm still at Foundry, so I'm, I haven't gone anywhere. Do you have a tally running on a wall somewhere of number of days at Foundry, just hash marks etched into the you know, stone or something? I should. I should make like a remembrance wall at Foundry. I think it's been <laughs> like eight or nine weeks now. Oh, my goodness. Are you getting uh, food delivered or do you have do you take turns going to the grocery store or what? We do Whole Foods delivery. Wow. So really just there for eight weeks. Yeah. Well, Jenia sometimes, like, she's gone once to Aldi and just taken okay. our list, and we Venmo her, and she gets us groceries. But a lot of the time we do Whole Foods because that's all that delivers to us. Oh, my goodness. Very, very fancy. Yeah. <laughs> fancy survival food. Yeah. Now, some of your friends in your community there are still – they're um, – in-person work is part of the kind of that essential services side of things, feeding folks that are homeless and, and, you know, doing casework with them. But uh, you've had a bit of, a bit of news or it sounds like the summer is not coming into focus the way that you, we had hoped for you. What, how you, what can you, what can you share with people that might be facing the same kind of thing in their, you know, in their, in their immediate future? Um, things shutting down, still getting canceled even during this time. Is there any any sense of anything that you can share with people about that? Um, I think it's important to just remember it's okay to be disappointed. 
like it's okay oh. with being grieving the loss of things because i think we like try to steer away from that but it's real like we are missing out on a lot because of COVID-19 and so it's not selfish to be sad or be grieving but it is for an important thing like we are trying to save lives and just like remembering that this is going to end like nobody knows when nobody knows how but it will there will come a day where it ends and we learn a new way of life all over again. I keep thinking that if the coping mechanisms that any of our organizations or ministries or, you know, jobs have, um, if they can inform how we live beyond coronavirus, then maybe we've learned new skills that can, you know, be helpful. Um, if we've been beating our heads against the wall, trying to get people to events, but it's super easy for them to log on to a zoom. Um, maybe that's a part of what we continue to do in the future. You know, um, if, uh, Motown mission is, you know, which is, uh, ministry that you're you've been working with um learns how to be kind of in touch digitally with these teams that will eventually be able to come in person but that gives them a, a stronger bond you know and a better way to follow up or prepare for those weeks then maybe it's that's helpful that's what's been keeping me a little bit sane is uh <laughs> um we can do some experimentation and as if we go back to everything as normal then maybe we haven't used the time the best so I yeah know. i know people who like did not know how to work technology like not at all and now by now they're like oh i know how to do everything and i'm like good job good job <laughs> I, in the past seven weeks i've gotten better at playing guitar than i have in the last 20 years i mean it's uh it's one of those kind of weird pieces you know um I know there's even like people who don't even FaceTime me anymore. Now they Zoom me because they're obsessed with Zoom. And I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Well, we are praying for you guys uh, stuck at the Foundry House. Um, luckily, it's the most beautiful bu building in Detroit. So that's great. Um, <laughs> um, I'm saying that a little bit facetiously. <laughs> But we're, we're praying for you. We're praying for everybody that, that kind of has that feeling of stuckness. And we, I thank you for saying it is okay to be disappointed. And that's what I've been sharing with some of the other young people that I've been working with is there is a strong um, presence of lament in the scriptural tradition. God it can handle anything we need to complain about at the moment. Um, and that's really important to remember too often our images we have to come to to worship and say you're really great and everything's fine you know <laughs> but this is an extended period of time where we are faced with the reality that sometimes everything is not fine yeah. well Lauren, is there anything else that uh, people should know anything uh, any ways that they can be supporting you in your work even though it's a weird time for um either for the work you've been doing with uh, young people at Central United Methodist or um, for Motown Mission as things are evolving there? Um, well, you can always donate to Motown Mission. That's yeah. one way. And I also encourage people to look at organizations like NOAA and see how you can support them now as they're still serving their homeless clients and community. They sponsor lunches and all these different things and they're always in need of support so even if you don't support motel mission or camp right now 
you can always check out Noah and see how to support them. I was just there on Tuesday, um, grabbing some video. Moto Creative is kind of our creative services wing of what we do with Motor City Wesley. And we're going to help them, you know, put a video together to keep telling the world that Noah, Noah is just doing, you know, 300 meals a day. Um, and so, uh, and they've got a whole system for still receiving food donations and monetary donations and everything. So yeah, Noah, Noah's going great guns. Motown mission is making plans to be active, help in, um, do economic disaster recovery work as Motown mission has always done, even when, uh, people might not be able to be present, um, and, uh, and all that. So thank you. We'll put the link in the show notes, motownmission.org. It's easy to remember and uh, a little link to Noah and, um, and thanks for thanks for jumping on today and we're we're praying for you and we're praying for everybody okay yeah thank you all right see you a bit see you later lauren and i'm just gonna follow up on my promise to read some of these dark hymnal texts okay as we make our way out all right bye yeah all right friends this is from dust we'll end it with this um sometimes it's good to remember that lament and um a sense of our own humanity and mortality sometimes they they keep me grounded so i just offer that this to you from dust we come and to dirt return ash to cloud and back to earth but justice calls to fast for peace to break the bonds and the oppressed go free this is who we are remember and return ensure hope we mark a promise undeferred a promise for the earth and a promise for our hearts if dust is all we bow into and fail to bend our ears to you see the naked poor and hungry without bread failed to bring homeless home or bring back the dead and this is who we are, remembered and returned. And sure hope we mark a promise undeferred, a promise for the earth, a promise for our hearts. Let us forsake our ancient ruins and be rebuilt, escape our gloom. For all our days, restore the streets anew, Repair, repairers of the breach with you. We're praying for everybody. Thanks to Students Demand Action at Wayne State and across the nation. Thanks to Lauren and all the Global Mission Fellows who continue to uh, be in service. Thanks to Tariq Gardner and his crew of musicians for this song. Uh, it is called See a New Day. We really appreciate that. Um, we'll see you next week. Bye, friends. Uproar is the brainchild of Samson Koba Third. Thanks, Sam, for getting us launched on this last year. It also is our place for continuing to tell the stories of students conspiring for goodness from the heart of the city of Detroit. We hope that you'll support us at MotorCityWesley.org for as little as a dollar a month for individuals and $40 a month for churches who would like to be a part of our network of young adult faith communities around Metro Detroit. Just get in touch with us, MotorCityWesley.org. We're looking to conspire with you.
Cheers.